With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to LettermanRoad.com. This is Bermanology. I am Jeremy Birmingham. On the other line today is Ohio State 2021 five-star quarterback commit Kyle McCord. Making, I don't know, this might be his fourth appearance on the show, but it's it's probably his last, uh, at least for a couple of years, uh, because Kyle is about a month away from enrolling at Ohio State. And I wanted to go through the class and, and give people a chance to catch up uh, fans and listeners and, and readers and watchers um, on, on how this season went for you. So, Kyle, thanks for taking time. It's been a good weekend for you, yes? No doubt. Been a great weekend. Um, you won, what is this, the third straight state championship or second? Third straight. For, for a guy in your position, um, playing at a high school like St. Joe's Prep, one of the, you know, best in the country, this year could have gone totally different and you know it. Uh, Philadelphia especially is always, um, hit hard and, and shut down, uh, by COVID. What did it mean for you just to have the opportunity to get out and compete with your, with your guys one last time? Yeah, um... In mid-August, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think we were going to have a season. So uh, to be able to, to get out and suit up with my guys for, for one last season was uh, really special to me. It meant a lot. And um, from going from not thinking we were going to have a season to thinking we are going to have one and on and off, it was a, a roller coaster ride. But um, I told my guys, I don't care if we play one game, two games, six games, whatever it was. I just wanted to get one last chance to go out with them and extremely thankful that we had the opportunity to do so. What was the biggest challenge that, that you faced? I mean, is it just how, how to prepare, not knowing if you're even going to play? I mean, what, what is the biggest adjustment in this season for you? Um, I think it was just trying to stay focused through all the, the uh, different stuff going on with COVID. I think that it brought a lot of new challenges to myself personally, as well as the whole team. Um, and just the uncertainty of uh, not being – sure if we were going to have a season and then, um, you know, we had games cancel left and right. So I think that was just tough for us to, to stay focused and stay on task. Um, and because it's something that really has never been uh, a problem before, you know, and you normally, you know, your schedule in the middle of January and, and you're locked in and, and loaded to, to go in August. And for us to be scheduling games a week before we're getting ready to play them and then getting canceled on Thursdays when we're supposed to play on Saturdays, I think it was just, uh, tough kind of staying on your toes a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, it definitely um, shaped us into a better team, I think. As a quarterback, uh, how do you prepare for a team on Saturday finding out you may not play, you know, may not know who you're playing until Wednesday? Like, how, how difficult was that adjustment? Yeah, it definitely uh, was something that was unique. Um, like I said, normally, you know, who you're playing months in advance. And we had some games this year where, uh, we were on short notice and, uh, there's different loopholes we had to jump through. Like we played a game, uh, this year and we had one day to practice. So it's just, uh, I think that goes to show that, um, our preparation and our coaching staff is really second to none that we had one day of practice, we were able to go out there. And I think we won like 52 to six or something like that. So 
Uh, it was unique, but um, I think uh, a challenge is always good. I mean, for you, Kyle, this senior year, third straight championship, give give the folks out there what they want. How, how did how the numbers finish? What, what did you feel like your biggest step was, your biggest step, stride was as you get Paredes down for Ohio State? Yeah, I think, honestly, it was just uh, the mental side of the game this year. Uh, the coaches really gave me free reign to the offense, and uh, I had a lot of input on what we ran and, and things we liked. Um, and so I think that was the, the biggest step that I made and just trying to eliminate mental mistakes. Obviously, I, I worked a lot on uh, my physical aspect of the game and my mechanics and throwing the ball and things like that. But I think my mental aspect of the game is really, really where I grew the most uh, this offseason and coming into this year is just um, taking that next step and, and trying to get as prepared as I can for college at uh, the high school level. You have about a month. Are you packed? Are you, are you, you, you started packing? Are you going through your room like going, okay, I need to take this. I'll take this. I'm going to leave this. Like, are you mentally ready? Do you think to just, you know, move on to the next, that's the next part of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It still hasn't hit me that I have a month left at home. Um, I think that's just nuts uh, considering that I've been here for 18 years and 30 something days, whatever it is, I'm getting ready to move out. Um, so it hasn't hit me yet, but I'm sure once the day comes, it's going to be pretty surreal. Is there a, you know, a growing sense that with the guys in your class being, been, being unable to go to visit anywhere this year, that it's just like, okay, let's, let's just move on. Let's just get there and, and, and figure it out because your class has been built entirely, um, basically on, on the internet and, and via phone and texts and stuff like that. How excited are you just to get to be around those guys that you've become so close with? Yeah, it was funny because uh, before, obviously, the Buckeye Bash in October, um, I really haven't met too many guys in the class. Obviously, I met Jack um, and a few of the other guys that were committed early on. Um, but guys like Sam Hart and, and Travion and, and others, I haven't even met them. So it was just kind of something unique that we were doing and building a bond over uh, social media. But uh, meeting a lot of the new faces at the Buckeye Bash was cool. But obviously, uh, like you said, I, I really haven't met uh, a good majority of the class, I'd say. Um, and those who, who didn't make it out to the Buckeye Bash, I haven't met them yet. So I think we're all excited to get on campus and, and get this thing rolling. It's been frustrating not being able to visit and being around each other. But I think it's just going to make it even better once we're, we're finally in Columbus officially. Because the situation you're walking into in Columbus, I mean, you guys are going to be arriving at the time when Ohio State is preparing in, or their hope for a college football playoff, uh, you know, run a national championship game is the week that you would get on campus. You, you've lost the All-American games this year. Is it just a matter of saying, I, I want all this stuff over with and let's just get back to normal? Yeah, I think uh, in a way that, that's definitely how um, I feel. It's been frustrating uh, that uh, this senior class have had some things taken away from them. Like you said, the All-American game and uh, a lot of the camps uh, this offseason that uh, a lot of the guys were looking forward to being taken away because of COVID. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to enjoy my, my last few uh, weeks at home. But I am excited to get on campus and finally put all the nonsense and, and behind me and, and get rolling. How much t time are you spending with Corey Dennis, with Ryan Day right now? 
um, in, you know, doing as much planning and preparing as you can. Obviously, they're in the middle of their season. They're, they're focused on, on the guys on the current roster. But uh, are you talking to them regularly? Are you starting to get a better sense of, of what Corey is going to be like as a, as a coach? Yeah, I think once quarantine started in March is when uh, my communication really came to like a, a daily routine talking to Coach Dennis and then Coach Day. Um, every week, I'd say, uh, once or twice a week, uh, we talk. But uh, we watched some film and, and gone over things. Obviously, uh, I just got done my season and they're in the middle of theirs. So it's been tough um, meeting on Zoom and stuff like that. But I feel like I'm starting to get uh, a good feel of what Co Coach Dennis is like as a coach. Um, obviously, I went out uh, for the spring game in 2019, so I got to see a little bit of what it's like being on the field with him. But um, I feel like I have a, a good feel of uh, of what he's like as a coach. Obviously, I knew what he was like as a person, but uh, I'm getting excited to, to play for great guys like them. In a way, Kyle, do you think that everything that's gone on with COVID-19 is – given you a better opportunity to compete for a job as a freshman? Because in most cases, you would be arriving at Ohio State in January, but the guys that are there from last January uh, would have had a lot more reps than they've had. Uh, does it almost in a way like level that out for you? Uh, I think if you look at it from that aspect, uh, certainly. Obviously, uh, they've got uh, – the season uh, to prepare a little bit, but um, in a way, I think uh, what you said is true. Um, I think Corona obviously uh, threw a lot of uh, different challenges at all of us. I think myself included, and um, obviously the, the guys that are there now missed out on uh, on a lot of the, the fall camp. So, in a way, I think that could be somewhat of a and I wouldn't say an advantage, but just something that almost worked in my favor in a way. But who knows? Is I mean, let's let's get bold, okay? Like, is your goal, is Kyle McCord's goal to come in and be the starting quarterback at Ohio State next year? Or do you think, hey, I'm a freshman, I need to I need to understand that there's ropes to, to learn? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to come in and put my head down at work. I'm not going to set any expectations or, or anything like that. Whatever the coaching staff needs me to do, I'll do. Um, so if I come in and I earn the starting job, that's great. But, you know, if not, I'm going to do the same thing, just continue to, to work and, and do my job for the team. Have you started to reach out to, like, Jamison Williams and ask him about number six? or <laughs> All the edits the coaches send me where I'm in the number six jersey, I'm like, man, I hope Jamison changes his number. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping so. Let's talk, uh, Kyle. There's only about three weeks uh, left until signing day. Uh, the first signing period, you guys are pretty well wrapped up in the class of 2021, but there are a couple big fish still out there. Um, one of them was, you know, expected to make it to the Buckeyes bash and, and Tristan Lee and didn't get there. Um, what is the role that you have right now in in, in trying to to lock up things with uh, Emeka Abuka, with uh, JT Tuomalau, with Tristan Lee? Is, is there anybody else out there that you think we're not done yet? I mean, what's the... What's the reason for optimism here for Buckeyes fans? Yeah, I think right now is a really interesting time in recruiting. It's getting down to really the end of it for this 2021 class. It's been a long time coming, and uh, we're locked in on the guys you just said. It's really three more guys, honestly, we're going after. Um, so I think it's interesting. I don't think we've ever been like this selective and just really going after 
three targets and that's it. But uh, the class right now, if we signed, I think we'd be perfectly fine. Um, but adding the three guys that you named would just be a huge boost to this class. So obviously, all the guys that are committed are, are going after him. I know uh, Marvin and myself going after Emeka heavily and uh, and the other guys as well. So I think it's just all about trying to, to put the final touches on this class and, and get things wrapped up. What type of competition is there between you and the class of 2022, who is obviously, um, you know, ratcheting things up a little bit? They've been on a bit of a roll. And, and every one of those guys talks about how their goal is to have a better class than yours. Do you feel any sort of pressure to, like, finish strong just so that they can't pop? Because if you were to land those three dudes, like, it'd be pretty difficult for that class of 2022 to, to pass you because you may end up with the highest ranked class in the history of, of Internet recruiting era. Like, mm -hmm. how much pressure is there among or conversation between you and that class? No, I think it's great. I think it's great that. They're on a roll right now. It seems like every single time I open up Twitter, there's a new commit in that 2022 class. Um, but I think that the 2021 class is just trying to cement ourselves as the best class ever. And uh, hopefully the 2022 class can can top us. I think that would be great uh, for the program. But uh, I think it's just all friendly competition. And at the end of the day, I think uh, it's it's obviously funny to, to see us kind of go back and forth on Twitter and competing uh, within the program, but uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see who, who finishes on top. Who are you uh, rooming with at Ohio State? Have you figured that out yet? Uh, I haven't heard anything final yet, um, so I think we'll find out in the next few weeks, obviously, uh, with, the, with the moving date coming up, so I don't even know yet. Is the first thing that you guys are going to do is have a dunk contest at the Woody? <laughs> Because because you see Ben and, and Mike and these guys always talking and I I was on that phone call with Jack in the summer when we called you from the camp and and asked if you could dunk and then you had to you know send a video of it but uh, are yeah. are you prepared to put the basketball away forever or are you just I mean is that part of you know the what the next step you get to Ohio State and you guys have you guys are going to spend a lot of time in the Woody like you're going to mm -hmm. you probably are going to get a lot better at basketball. All right, I swear in the group chat, they talk more about basketball and, and send their basketball highlights in uh, more than they do football. But uh, well, Jack hasn't been playing football for like a right. year. He's probably right. probably does he even have a helmet anymore? <laughs> I think Jack's getting recruited to play power forward, actually, for the Bucks, not at the end. He could probably do it. Yeah, I mean. He, he certainly looks the part. But listen, man, Kyle, I, I wanted to just uh, have you on the show one last time before uh, you head off. And thank you so much for letting Letterman Row be a part of your recruitment over these last two years. We uh, sincerely appreciate you and your family. So um, can't wait to see you on campus in, in Columbus the next time I see you. So that's Kyle yeah. McCord. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next week with another guest. Have a good one.